This is Speaking of Writers on Capital Region Sunday. I'm Steve Richards. Renowned New York Times bestselling historian and presidential scholar Robert Dalek believes the President Trump is ignorant of the histories of the presidencies that came before 1993. Quote, it was only with the Bill Clinton, George W. Bush and Barack Obama presidencies, Dalek says, that he saw vulnerabilities he hoped to exploit to become president. But while Trump's 2016 Election was presented extreme new challenges to American Republican ideals. The triumphs and failures of some of the great modern presidents that came before in some ways cleared the path to Donald Trump. Dalek's new book, How Did We Get Here? From Theodore Roosevelt to Donald Trump. He offers an incisive look at 10 20th century administrations that changed the presidency for good or ill and played a role in bringing us to our present moment. Robert Dalek is the author of Camelot's Court, Inside the Kennedy White House, An Unfinished Life, John F. Kennedy, 1917 to 1963, and Nixon and Kissinger, among other books. His writing has appeared in the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Atlantic Monthly, and Vanity Fair. He's an elected fellow of the American Academy of Arts and Sciences and of the Society of American Historians, for which he served as president in 2004 through 2005. He makes his home in Washington, D.C. Happy to have Robert Dalek join me now here on Speaking of Writers. Robert, welcome to Thank this you. Program. Thank you. So, what made you decide to write this book, first off? Well, I found it disturbing that the uh, country would put someone as inexperienced uh, as Donald Trump in the White House. And I must say that I think what his administration is teaching us is that we should never elect someone who has zero political experience. Now, you know, we've had uh, men before who had never run for anything uh, prior to running for president, uh, such as uh, William Howard Taft in 1904 and uh, Herbert Hoover in 1932. And uh, uh, But the difference is that these men had served in public offices uh, Taft, for example, had been governor general of the Philippines, and uh, he uh, had been secretary of war for Theodore Roosevelt, and Hoover had been uh, secretary of commerce for eight years. So at least they knew something about serving in a public office. But the question I struggled with and I think historians will continue to uh, struggle with it in the future, is uh, why did we put someone in the presidency who had never done any public service before? And my tentative answer is that the public likes something new at each of these elections. So... You know, the most astute politicians, Theodore Roosevelt called his administration the new nationalism, uh, Woodrow Wilson, the new freedom, FDR, of course, the new deal, Kennedy, the new frontier, and Obama uh, toyed with the idea of calling his administration uh, the new foundation. So Trump of course, represented something uh, 
new in our politics. And people are drawn to that. But I think there's a, a problem with it. Not that any of these men I just mentioned were uh, perfect, but uh, they had a sense of uh, what the presidency was about and the dignity of the office. And this, I think, is uh, now temporarily at least, or I hope, being lost. And the stories in today's newspapers about uh, John Bolton's uh, book, uh, for me, it underscores uh, how little Trump understood what the dignity of the office meant. So uh, it's, it's troubling. Robert Dalek, my guest here on Speaking of Writers, his book is How Did We Get Here? From Theodore Roosevelt to Donald Trump. The 10 20th century administrations that you looked at, Robert, how did you, what was the process for deciding on those 10? Well, uh, the more recent ones uh, I skirted because uh, I am a historian and I like to feel or think that uh, we should have some perspective, some distance from uh, the uh, uh, recent presidencies. But these presidencies I uh, focused on, uh, Theodore Roosevelt and Wilson, uh, FDR, Truman, Kennedy, Johnson, uh, Nixon, Carter, Reagan, uh, they are in perspective at this point. I think we have uh, sufficient information and uh, access to their documentary histories to uh, make some reasonable judgments about uh, how they served in the White House, you see. And so that's what drew me to, to these men. Now, also, you see, I think the continuity that I see between these presidencies and the arrival in the White House of Donald Trump is that there was a degree of uh, misleading behavior by these men. You know, Theodore Roosevelt emphasized that his acquisition of the Panama Canal was very much in the service of international commerce. Well, at one level, of course, it was, but much more to the point was that uh, Roosevelt saw it as a national security advance, that uh, uh, he would be able to build a two-ocean two navy and that America's national security could be readily expanded and improved uh, between the Atlantic and the Pacific by having uh, the canal. Uh, Woodrow Wilson, uh, in a sense, deceived the country into believing that World War I would be the war to end all wars. It would be uh, the war to make the world safe for democracy. Now, these were great visions, but they turned out to be quite uh, unrealistic. And FDR, of whom I'm generally a, a very uh, 
strong fan of, uh, he, in the 1940 election, in his last major speech on October 31, which I believe was in Boston, he had been saying throughout the campaign, this country will not go to war unless attacked by a foreign power. But as Wendell Wilkie's opponent in that election began in the polls showing greater strength, Roosevelt appealed to the country's isolationist and passive sentiment by dropping the qualifier unless attacked by a foreign nation. And so there was a measure of deceit that would come out later, that would be uh, part of the historian's province to uh, uh, discuss. And uh, the difference to Trump is that he doesn't seem to care about uh, hiding uh, his uh, deceit. He is someone who's been uh, criticized for offering over 20,000 lies in the course of his uh, three and a half uh, years in the presidency. At least that's what you can find in the Washington Post. They uh, categorize uh, some 20,000 lies from the Trump presidency. So uh, this became the fact that earlier presidents had uh, practiced some measure of deceit. It really, in a way, enabled someone like Trump to uh, get to the presidency. Robert Dalek is my guest here on Speaking of Writers. His new book is How Did We Get Here from Theodore Roosevelt to Donald Trump. Robert, what would you like readers to take away from this book? Well, what I would like them above all to take away is that we should never put in the White House someone with uh, zero political ex uh, experience or in a, a public office. You know, the, the longest serving uh, Speaker of the House was a Texan named Sam Rayburn. And when John Kennedy was elected in 1960, uh, uh, Rayburn said, I would have much more confidence in the people around Kennedy if just once one of them had run for dog catcher. <laughs> so uh, he believed it was essential for uh, someone, especially a president, to be more familiar with uh, what was required of uh, serving in a public office. And uh, Trump had none of that and, and doesn't seem at this point to care. And, you know, his latest poll numbers are uh, pretty much in the tank because I, I once uh, wrote a book about what constituted effective leadership from the White House. And one of the things I emphasized was uh, the importance of uh, trust, credibility, you see. And I don't think Trump enjoys uh, any substantial measure of trust anymore because of the uh, uh, deceitful things he says. And so 
so I think that uh, undermines him. And indeed, in the course of his three and a half years now, he has never, at least in the Gallup poll that I've consulted, he's uh, never reached 50% or above. Now, no president since uh, we've had polling in this country uh, beginning in the 1930s during a four-year term has fallen short at some point or other of achieving uh, uh, 50% or above approval. In fact, Franklin Roosevelt only fell below 50% once in his 12-plus years in office. And so I think that's uh, uh, crucial. And uh, I think this is something that uh, Trump doesn't seem to understand. And I think it uh, injures or undermines his hold on the uh, uh, public support. Robert Dalek, the book is How Did We Get Here? From Theodore Roosevelt to Donald Trump. Thank you so much for joining me. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And this is Speaking of Writers, and that is Capital Region Sunday, a production of Town Square Media Albany for this week. Thank you for listening. We'll be back again next week with another edition. I'm Steve Richards.